Okay, we're ready whenever. The job. Save. Doesn't crash. Okay. We're all good? Yeah, we're good. Everybody. Hello. Hello. We're Hi. back to the fire corner. <laughs> I put on my smiley face immediately. You too, me too. Me too. <laughs> We're up. When I, it's April. When I looked across the table at Josie. This is episode seven. Uh, it, we're back to the choir corner. It's the beginning of April. We were hoping to record earlier than this, but... We're very much not in a corner. A, yes, we had a uh, conflict. And yes, we are not in a corner at all. We're in the right? middle of the room. This should be our... This is the place right here. This feels good. Mm-hmm. This feels right. We're in your, like, standing zone. For choir. That's right. Mm-hmm. I love on Friday, Matt was here. He he's hated like, that. He's like, how do you stand so close? <laughs> like, I know, it's awful. It's like I love it. No, stand behind the piano. I like to be That's that close. Place to be. Do you have a joke for us today? I do. Oh, we're jumping right in. Yeah, why not? Why couldn't the pony sing in the choir? <sighs> he did too much horsing around. He was horse. He was a little horse. Yeah. Has to do with oh. horse. He was a little horse. Now we end the episode. That's yeah, we have to two end the podcast. Row. That is two in a row. I have another one. Okay. <laughs> what is the definition of an alto? He was a little horse. <laughs> you put, you put a, little a little bogey in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What is the definition of an alto? A soprano who can sight read. Oh, nice. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair point. It's that's a fair point. I can't sight read. <laughs> yeah, I can, see the, I can see the alto section and choir shaking their head yes right now. Mm-hmm. No. Shout out I do to see my a fair number of, uh, of nameless sopranos. Who like really don't like this when we get back to after musical? It's right. Like, oh no, I don't know anything. I mean, they know something, but like right. I don't know anything about this song and it's right. like going through the process. It seems to me it. maybe I'm reading nameless people wrong, but like, oh, they're like, this is awful and I hate this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Think, I, go ahead. Sorry. sorry, I was just gonna say every year for me at least it's kind of a letdown. Like you're going nonstop and then like the next week you're just back to nothing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not the same thing. Yeah. Also. And I've said this to choir before that to me it's it's not nothing. Like it's like it's my, my favorite thing we do all year is fourth quarter because it's really the only time that we get to do choir stand and sing that isn't Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that isn't soda shop and we don't do musical. I mean it's the only time we get to do what I think is normal choir. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's my favorite thing. So I think I'd enjoy it a lot more if I didn't experience so much burnout. Every year I experience yeah. it. And it's just, I feel I feel horrible because I'm like, I know I can be putting in so much more. I'm just not motivated enough to. Yeah. And I think a lot of the choir feels the same. Yeah, yeah we had and that so, conversation today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even, and so, sorry. I, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. You were finishing. Go. Well, if I had a dollar for every time you guys okay. interrupted each other <laughs> yeah. and politely apologized. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> well, I think part of it too is everyone finishes musical and then you're like, okay, everyone's going to be burnt out. And so then everybody has that expectation going in. Mm-hmm. Because sure. theoretically, the last quarter together should be the best. But I feel like yeah. in some ways it's the go worst. The there is, yeah. there is uh, I mean, burnout's a real thing, right? And, and you know, you start to look, the, the weather starts to get a little nicer. And, you know, we, we start, to start to look ahead to the next thing. I mean, you're, I'm getting graduation invitations. And, you know, so you start to look ahead to the next stuff. I mean, I think that's, I think that's typical in all situations when you're coming near the end you start to look ahead you know i'm i'm thinking about retirement i'm nine years away that's a long time but i'm already thinking about what that looks like and you know so i think that's i think that's typical i think that's normal 
Well, we can overcome that. I mean, you can fight that and, mm -hmm. and you know, make the choice to, to uh, sort of invest the time and the effort to make the thing happen. It's just harder to do that. But this is not the end-all, be-all of anyone's music exploration right. in life. You know, people are alive after high school, and that's right. They can still continue to do stuff. There's plenty of opportunities for things. You know, yeah. This is, in fact, this is, in some ways, the easiest time to do stuff because there are things that are made that are organizations you can be in. Mm -hmm. But it's also difficult because you're so busy and you've got a million things to do, and that can make it harder later right. as an adult. You can focus and be like, now I'm doing this, right? Because I can, just like I can. I can eat Cheetos every night if I want to. Right. I think this is the time. Adulting. You know, <laughs> high school is the time. I was just having this conversation with somebody else that it's the time because everything's free. When you just get to do everything for free, go try everything. Anything that you possibly have some interest in. Go be a cheerleader, right? Go try these things, right? Go do, and then go, oh, those things aren't for me. Fine. But don't not try something just because, well, there's so many things to do. No, try everything you want to try. Go experience it all. I hear more often, maybe more often than anything I hear from people who are out of school, who are looking back on their high school career, is, man, I wish I would have done music. Man, I wish I would have done music. I hear it more often than maybe anything else. Yeah. And, and from the most random people, you know, I mean, people you would, Mark Williams, our guidance counselor, says to me all the time, I wish I would have done stuff in the music end of the building. Yeah. I just, I was so wrapped up in doing all the things on the other end. I just never did it. I feel like that's the problem. Because, you know, yeah. like, personally, I always wanted to try swim and tennis, mm -hmm. and I feel like that always overlaps with stuff I'm doing, so I never right. did. Yeah. So now, like, in college, hopefully, I mean, you have less classes. That's when I'm going to try stuff, but it's right. definitely not going to be free. So. Yeah. Right. Because two conflicting things exist at the same time, which yeah. is that you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know? That's right. So it's like you got to kind of balance that. That stuff. I, this is definitely the time to try things because mm -hmm. you know, never again in your life is paid for the the most valuable thing in life, which is to collect experience of doing things that you might like. Uh, because otherwise, I mean, that's to me the the best thing about living is doing something you love, right? You know, with people you like, especially. Right. You know, that's if you can do both at the same time. We get kind of wrapped up, you know. Sorry, administrators, but. You kind of we get kind of wrapped up in the grade and and GPA and you know all that sort of business and I, I think those things are important. I'm not suggesting they're not, but it's the experiences you gathered in those while garnering those grades that really are the things that yeah. make for a well-rounded education. So we are April. It's uh, we're on our way to the end of the year. About six weeks left is all. So it's. I mean, it's staring us in the faces right now, the end of the school year. There's a lot left to do. We've got uh, district music contest participants uh, in April, end of April. We've got our concert in May. We've got some people coming to work with the choir, uh, sort of a, our own district music contest type thing, uh, the beginning of May. So still a lot of stuff to do before graduation and, you know, all those things. Some auditions and I mean, there's lots left on the table. But let's recap a little, huh? Because now... We're post-musical and going ahead. So let's let's go back for a second. The musical was so great. We had an interesting twist at the end of the musical. Twist. Have we talked about that? A twist. On the podcast yet? Yeah, I, think I don't so. think we've recorded no. since. I don't think we have. No, the last, it was before. So we had an, in, we had an interesting wrench thrown in the plans uh, as we got to the musical um, I mean, really, literally, as we got to the musical production. The night before. Yeah. The night before. So 
And that meant that we had to sort of work some things out to make the show continue to go because we didn't have time to not, right? The show had to go the next night, 23 hours later or whatever. So Yeah, the very first thing I thought was, the show must go on. That's right. I was like, this is where this comes from. That's right. <laughs> it's like, That's well. That's right. We've, we've got to have, we've got an audience tomorrow. We've got to do this. So there were some pretty, pretty amazing, um, it was a pretty amazing attitude of the ensemble, I thought, to, to make everything happen and make everything go. What did you guys think of the, of the four nights, the show week? What did you think? How did, how did it go? What's your, what's your takeaway? I thought it went very well. Yeah, one of the harder performances to put on for me. I mean, it's not easy to like, I lost my acting buddy. I mean, mm -hmm. and I had worked for nine weeks with him. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, that opening night was the hardest opening night I've ever gone through sure. in my life. I mean, most emotional one for sure. Um, but I, I was still proud of myself nonetheless. And I mean, of course, Brayden got to perform and I was so happy for him because it just felt like wasted potential for him. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I am so, so proud of Peyton Harmon. He, he saved the show, quite literally. I don't know. I still have a lot of like mixed feelings about it. I, I'm very happy with um, the turnout of it. And, um, you know, it was my final show ever at Fremont. It was great. But it, it was difficult, for sure. Yeah, Very conflicting I mean, emotions. Yeah, difficult <laughs> is, is uh, I think, a bit of an understatement. I mean, it was... It was a pretty hectic 24 or 48 hours or so to sort of make the thing happen. Yeah. I definitely miss it really bad. Mm -hmm. um, spring break, and honestly, up until now, I've been in a, in a funk. Mm -hmm. Just, I miss it. I don't know. I'm not doing the spring cabaret, so it's hard. I feel like I'm just waking up, going to school, going to work, going to sleep. And... It's hard going from seeing your friends every day to not, at least, like, having that out-of-school time. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like, last night I cleaned my room and I found my corsage that I wore for mm -hmm. the prom, and I, mm -hmm. uh, I like, teared up. It was hard. Mm -hmm. um, but I miss it. I didn't realize how much acting meant to me, I guess, until... It's gone. It's cliche, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, this must have really been something because we knew this on multiple podcasts leading up to this. We talked about mm -hmm. how it would be ripping off the bandage at the end of it. And stuff, yeah. And then you're still surprised at the end of it, I, you know. I think this has been my favorite show ever, honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I think for me, just the relationships mm -hmm. that I either made or just made stronger, I think this one impacted me the most. I think this story helped me heal a lot, just with some of the themes in that. Yeah, it's hard. I still listen to the soundtrack, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cheer me up. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, the relationships that were built due to the musical and just getting so close with people that, you know, maybe I wasn't as close with before or um, just allowing, like, new doors to open for myself and other people. It was just, it was a very, like, well, it was stressful. It was also very relieving emotionally, I think, just because you just, like Josie said, you kind of just like heal <laughs> in mm -hmm. a sense. It's, I don't know. Footloose was also one of my favorite shows. Um, while it was difficult, it was, I mean, towards the end, of course, but. I think it helped me grow as a person too, because 
like last year for Oklahoma, I had a smaller role and it's harder, I guess, when you have those smaller roles to stay motivated and positive. And this year being one of the bigger characters, I, I tried at least, I don't know if it worked, but I tried to reach out to like ensemble and smaller role people and just even not reaching out, just being that example of positivity, wanting to show up every time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the honeycomb analogy, right? I mean, that's the, everybody has a role to fill, Mm -hmm. right? And, and the spot that you fill is uniquely suited for what you bring to the table, right? But when you step out of that and have to step into a new space, you might have to spread your wings some to fill that new space and somebody else can. So it's when you, when you move from being a, ensemble member or being a cameo appearance or whatever it is to being now somebody with a solo responsibility and and dialogue responsibilities and story advancement responsibilities your job becomes different right what you have to do to structure and to and to support all those people around you in that in that honeycomb if you will becomes different right it becomes a different thing i think for me that show was Oklahoma because that was my first lead role ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had had supporting roles in the past, but mm-hmm. that was my first lead role. And then that really allowed me to like get really close with everyone. And that was a smaller cast. So it was like before we really got like the entire ensemble in there, everybody was super, super tight. We were mm-hmm. close. Um, and I mean, that stayed throughout the summer. That was like, that show was very emotionally I was really emotionally like attached to it in an odd way. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like a bad show at all. It just wasn't like the most fun. You know what I mean? Like I found myself having way more fun in Footloose, but maybe less of an emotional attachment to it. Um, well, I do miss it, of course. But it's just Oklahoma is a bad show. But yes, yes. <laughs> it's, I think it's fun to perform in, but not as fun to watch. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I think they're. Yeah, I mean, the, the people's opinion on musical theater, <laughs> right, is going to be different depending on the thing. I would agree with you that, for me, there was a, a lot more fun in seeing the makeup of the cast and the, the group performing Footloose than there was in Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma is a show I've seen seven times. It's one I've directed twice. You know, there was some newness, some novelty to, to Footloose. So, there, I mean, all those things are things that affect the, the mm-hmm. process, right? Um, there are also shows that are 75 years apart in terms of, yeah. you know, conception and, and putting them on stage. So they're going to look different, right? Mm-hmm. I think you're right that Footloose probably appeals to a, a younger audience, an audience that's a little bit more um, 2023 than Oklahoma, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that I mean, that totally makes sense. And even if it didn't make sense, if that's the way you felt, that's the way you, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, your opinion on the thing doesn't doesn't, you know, dissuade me from you know, thinking we should do Oklahoma again sometime or whatever. Um, yeah, it's interesting to hear the two of you talk and more interesting to watch the two of you talk because it. you were both carefully choosing what it was you were saying. You were both choosing your words. And it, it's, uh, it was, uh, it was a, um, a big investment. The show was a big investment from the two of you and others too. Um, and... I can tell that there are still parts of the investment you haven't wrapped your head around yet. You know, you still haven't been able to to process all of it. And I, I think that's an incredible gift that art gives us that we're able to to be a part of 
the creation of art and know that it's going to change us substantially forever, right? We're always, at some point along the way, I'm going to go, oh, that thing that happened in Footloose, that makes perfect sense now, you know? And I can't do that now, but um, it's the it's the beauty of what art provides for us, which is um, heart and soul and growth opportunities. And I, I, there's just nothing like it. There's nothing like it. I like to kind of think that your heart is like a quilt, at least for me with shows, just because that's the thing I sure. do. Like a square of your heart goes into the show, you get that square. You know, kind of like those yeah. t-shirt quilts people make. Yeah. 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 Everything you do becomes a part of you mm-hmm. because all that you are is a collection of your experiences wrapped <clears throat> up in consciousness. You know, so you, you're, all those things inform who you are and what you do and what you think. And, mm-hmm. and so, yes, a quilt. Artistic. That's, yeah, that's a good analogy. <laughs> I like that. I'm looking at you now, Lockwood. I liked it. <laughs> Very <fun>. good. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. I, the, the, like, I like doing musical. It's like my, my second favorite thing that we do, you know. And I think what makes it fun for me is playing new stuff. We got a whole new book. I, I sort of need novelty. I like yeah. playing. Like, oh, we got a huge book of all new things Bunch I've never seen music, before. Right? Because usually with choir, this year's sort of an exception. You've picked a lot of different things I've never seen before mm-hmm. for choir. I thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> because I get a little like, oh, on purpose, yeah. when it's like, oops, excuse me. Yeah, Sorry, purpose. table. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of fun. But the second thing is that is I'm always big on trying to build a, a feeling of investment in, in the thing, the cause, the group whatever it is like th- we don't say that by accident like i like over years i've tried to like build us into into that just as a, just a thing we yell it doesn't it it may not matter to somebody else but it matters to me and i put it there years ago as a thing that we do because that is how we should do everything that we do that we're all part of whatever the thing is and and you say everyone comes together and builds the show and does the thing does whatever the, you know it doesn't happen without people going, I must do this. And I find that meaningful. It's like, if I, I said earlier, there's a thing I felt a failure about, but this is not one of those. This is one of those, like every once in a while when musical comes around, I feel like, okay, well, you know, we've done something, mm-hmm. you know, that's encouraging. I guess I didn't realize too. My mom had told me that one of her little girls, I think she had in class last year, um, recognized me in Footloose, and I guess she said I was her favorite character in Oklahoma last year. <laughs> and I just think that means a lot, especially for people. Like, if you get a smaller role or even ensemble, I mean, people always tell you, like, no part isn't, like, not important. Mm-hmm. But I guess I kind of really, I believed it after I found that out. Like, I thought my role was just kind of one of the throwaway ones. And I don't know. I think, I mean, people, like, Paint Sky School, Olive, with those smaller roles, I definitely, if they felt like that, I get it. And I just hope they get a, I hope they get a good role, but then later have something come back where they're like, hey, I was remembered for that small role, and that meant a lot. Mm-hmm. Every time you were on stage, when I was backstage, you had me laughing. I um, hope you know that. You were great as Gertie. Just for listeners, I don't know. If you get a small part, you're still important. Mm-hmm. We do a really good job, I think, we, humanity, does a really good job of 
sort of squelching creativity and squelching curiosity and 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 keeping people from being the truest version of themselves. And we're fighting over whether or not people are allowed to do that or not, be the truest version of themselves. And and I think art is a place that allows us to be the best version of ourselves. To, you know, there are other things you can do. I'm not not trying to put art on a pedestal, but I'm trying to get it in the conversation. You know, it it's as important. You know, that the 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 experience that the, that you two and the other fifty of your castmates had over the course of four days in March is as important as any state event we have in our building or any other activity event. You know, that is the culmination of the thing. That's the same experience and the value that comes of it for the group of people who got to be a part of it is just as strong and just as important. Uh, and so I keep beating that drum. That's the thing I keep yeah. sort of beating. You know, this this art is important and the making of art is important. Which know? is why I squirm vigorously. Squirm vigorously? That's not right. That's so a, I, 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 get, yeah. Yeah. No, I get quite uh, frustrated, I guess, is the word, whenever I hear the school districts are cutting art. School right. districts are doing this. We're not, we're, the band program is now you know, starting in sixth grade instead of fifth grade. We're cutting right. teachers from whatever and stuff. And then people who, who have good intentions who want to save the thing will come at school districts and say, well, you know, music is good for math and music is good for reasoning skills and music yep. is good for blah, 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 and stuff. And I'm like, maybe. But, like, the, the, there's only really, like, one good reason that, that, like, we need, which is that, like, it's, like, part of humanity. Yep. That it's, like, a thing that, like, you know, is part of your soul. You know, is a thing that people find fun, you know, and we're only alive for a little while. So, you know, isn't having something that you care about, you know, meaningful enough by itself? It doesn't have to be, you don't have to justify it with math. Right. You know, not that math isn't important, but, you know, it can just be, it's important because it is, you know, and that's a reason. Maybe not a good reason for a school board. Certainly not our school board. They would understand because they're awesome. I don't know. I've never met them. If you're on the school board, <laughs> hello. I, Thank you for I, listening to our podcast. I do think it's important that I do think it's important that we are that we're that we are conscious of the fact that there are students who come to school every day at Fremont High School with music as the the star event of their lives. Yeah. You know, the thing that they're coming for. Perhaps the only thing that they you know, maybe the only reason yeah. they come to school or want to be in school. You know. Uh, and that, and that's not to suggest that their desire or their want should entirely, you know, address the or change the curriculum of the thing. There are classes we want to do and classes we don't want to do. That's fine, but but it's the thing that allows them to be their best selves. And because of that, it's got intrinsic value, yeah. right? Because it because it allows them to be, you know, the best version of themselves. That's important. So. Uh, we could talk about this forever. I could do this. this is a heavy podcast. I could do that conversation yeah. forever. The deep um, edition. Yeah. The deep <laughs> edition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the Chicago deep dish edition. Ah, not the, very good. Not the Chicago. You know, New York thin crust yeah. edition of the podcast. Yes, we go deep under That's the skin, right. subdermal. Subdermal. That's right. Fire yeah. corner after dark. <laughs> uh, that having been said, we do have a few things coming still, and uh, graduations around the corner. Right. What are the two of you looking forward to most as you wrap up the school year? I'm really excited to go to everybody's grad parties. I love grad parties. It's kind of like, also, it, it, it's kind of like um, 
a final hurrah or like goodbye to mm-hmm. everybody who like you may not see over the summer. You're not, you're just more acquainted with those types of people. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to see them, even if like you're not like friends necessarily. It's 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 just a really nice way to get everybody together. And yeah. I, I really like it. I think it's really sentimental. And yeah, you guys have done this thing together for 13 years, right? You've traveled this road together, you know, and so even if it's not the person that you call first, right? Not the person who's at the top of the, of the, you know, the speed dial or whatever. There's still somebody who you've had some experience with, some connection with that nobody else can really compete with, right? We, we did this together. You were in my kindergarten class, and now here we are, you know, kind of thing. So there's something really valuable. These things connect for a long time. Yeah, they do. We just went with some friends of mine to the Hastings College Choir concert that was in Council Bluffs. Yeah. The three of us went to Hastings College together, but we also went to high school together. Um, And we all also went to middle school together. (laughs) Um, So it's like this long, and the car ride there was like talking about things that happened now 20 years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, more twenty five years ago in junior right. high, long time ago, right? And stuff and they and we like remember these things. Like that's it's important. You know, I hope we never give the impression that like what happens now in high school is not important. Like right. it's going to be just like all of your experiences turn wrap around your consciousness and turn you into a person. You know, right? Um, they're always there. I am excited to start dorm shopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is such a stupid little thing, but I always think about like, oh, I get to pick out the magnets I'm putting on my fridge and right. <laughs> little things like that. Right. And I don't know. I I'm excited to move in to my dorm. I officially signed, like I'm set. Mm-hmm. But then part of me, this is the one area where I'm not wanting to leave. So it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Even now, I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling the tears yeah. back here. <laughs> But um, I don't know. I'm hoping as we get closer, I get more tired of you <laughs> looking at Harmon so it makes it easier to say goodbye. Wow. Oh. You won't. I know. I'm uh, also. What's, go ahead, what? <laughs> I'm also really excited to move into my dorm because I'm dorming with the Braden Wilner, yes, which yes. is going to be so fun. We actually, next week, next um, Thursday, we're leaving for Illinois, and we have freshman orientation on Friday. Um, so we have to go to that. It's, Before it's, the school year is over. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know. I think um, and we've to one. It's like. <laughs> yeah. And we've both already <laughs> bought our dorms, um, paid for it. It's getting real. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, real. it's scary. It's yep. intimidating for sure. Yeah. Well, you're gonna love it. Yeah, you I'm are. Excited. You, you guys will both be very successful. And, yeah, you're gonna be great. Uh, I have news for you. You don't even know this yet because I've been keeping it to myself. You're pregnant. <laughs> Congrats. No. <laughs> it's not no. a tumor. No, it's not <laughs> a tumor. <laughs> uh, this is not the final podcast of the year. We're gonna podcast one more time in May. I figured that. I figured we would. Yeah. But <laughs> on that podcast, we're going to have next year's podcast host with us. Do you already have them picked out? I don't, but I will by then. And we're going to do a podcast with the new podcast host and the old that's podcast gonna be, host. I'm going to cry. As I, I'm a farewell to you. This has been one of the highlights of the year for me, is getting Stop. to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it's the two of you, right? But just the fact that we're doing this and, you know, we're making this next Thing happen. It's one of the highlights of the year for me. I'm so, so excited to continue this down the road. And I'm so thankful that the two of you are here with us on the, the road with Mr. Lockwood and I to do this. Did we get a say in who's the next host? No. 
<laughs> no, you're leaving. Well, you got to choose someone. No, I don't. Who can do a good joke. Uh, listen, somebody good will do joke. something. We'll have a bit for them. Look, it's way more fun for you guys to be in college and listen to the high school podcast and scoff at it and be like, oh. It's not, it wasn't as good. It's not as good as our well, podcast it's was. It's good as our thing, right? You'll yeah, right. <laughs> right. I'm going to text Josie and be like, that joke sucked. Yeah. Well, maybe Mine we won't have a joke. It's 20 Maybe years. that won't be a thing. You'll be living in a different country. There won't be a JC. the podcast. Then you'll like so have to something be. else. Old man yells at cloud. <laughs> yeah, right. It'll be it'll be a thing. This has been a lot of fun for me, getting to do this every month to get to sit down with you all and have but conversation. This is our fun. last one, just us. This is our last one with the four of us. This is our <laughs> last one. Yeah, it's true. But we are having one more podcast, and we will have our new podcast host with us that day. And are there going to be two or just one? It'll be two. Okay. Yeah, I think it. I think it's. It would be a little difficult, I think, for one mm -hmm. because then they feel a little outnumbered. Uh, and it's kind I'm of a taking, you know, yeah. kind of a weird. Sometimes I don't have something to say, and Josie does, and then right. I just and feel I like think that dynamic's it's, it's a little better. weird. So yeah. I, and I think four is a good number. So, Josie, you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is fun. Yeah. This has been great. I'm so thankful for you guys. We're looking forward to the <laughs> end of the school year here. So things coming up: district music contest and. End of April, and uh, our uh, our sort of district music contest large group thing is going to be on May second, and our spring concert on May eighth. Graduation on the thirteenth. All those places where choir will perform. So, uh, at least it, I guess not district music, but our own district music thing. So, we have lots of stuff yet to do. So, and a fun set of music I think here in the spring to prepare. So, do you have a senior piece picked out? Not yet. You should look at Slipping Through My Fingers by ABBA. It's, I hear you saying this. You guys have been saying this, but so you know how many times people have suggested something to me and I've taken it? Can we do the national anthem, anthem, but it's Fergie's version? Because I know how much you like that version. Yeah. All right. This sounds like the podcast is about over. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, yeah. I think this is a good note. Happy we Easter. leave it on a happy. Yes. yes, happy Easter. <laughs> happy Passover. Yeah, we're, we're uh, coming up on Good Friday here pretty soon. and Yeah. Right, Monday, Thursday, good Friday. It's Holy Week. It's Holy Week. So I'm, I'm pulled in a million directions. Yeah. So this will be the week. I'm not pulled in as many directions as I thought I was going to be. Yeah. So, Holy Week. Be kind to your musicians who work at churches. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of bringing to musicians. And just be kind to each other. Yeah. And make good music. Huh? Word. What do you think about that? Wicca, wicca. Yeah, Word. podcast. The thing. To the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. We'll see podcast. you guys in the May. In May. In May. All right. In May. Goodbye. Bye.